victims, for those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers in the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. Back one and all to The Horror Returns. I am Philip, not Lance, as you may have noticed. Uh, but with with me as always is Brian, um, and it looks like that's it tonight, man. Dos amigos. <laughs> yes, uh, everybody's too busy today. Yeah. Uh, how's it going, man? What you doing over there? Oh, trying trying to stay warm. Yeah. It's, uh, it's been snowing, so. I bet Alaska. That's yeah. The cold place. Yeah, but. Usually it's it's been warmer. Usually when it snows, it gets a little warmer. So it's a kind of plus and a minus. You know, warms up, but then again, there's just more snow on the ground. So I'll take it. I keep promising to take my kids someplace where it snows. That'd be a good place to go. Yeah. Hell <laughs> the drive. <laughs> uh, what's uh, been going but- on with you? Uh, not a whole lot, man. That'll 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 bring me to my uh, cool of the week, I guess, because uh, I've been watching some uh, found footage movies on Shutter or oh, Amazon nice. or whichever. I don't know. It all sort of blends together. Uh, the the movie about the Dyatlov Pass, the Devil's Pass, I think is what it's called. It's oh, now. about the about the people that get lost and then. Yes. Yeah. Not, not a movie I hadn't seen before. But uh, I love that freaking movie. I don't know why. It's so dumb. But uh, I, I think it's a really well done found footage movie. And it sort of does a, a whole bring it back around at the end kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. that A lot of movies sort of forget about. Based off true events, right? Yes. Yeah. Well. True. <laughs> true. True-ish. Yeah. Sure they embellished a little bit. All true. Yeah. <laughs> And then I watched a bad one. Um, you know, I can't even remember the name of it. It was the something incident. It was like a, I assume a Canadian movie or something, possibly this... French. I think they were speaking English, but like, it seemed Canadian. This sounds very familiar. Yeah. It, so they're they they're they're like off in a uh, like a log cabin in the woods somewhere. And they see this meteor, and weird things start happening. Uh, is this one very short? Not that short. Not short enough. <laughs> it's pretty fucking bad. Well, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and spoil the ending. There's an alien. Oh, I've seen Which, this. It's very, very camcorder-ish. Yeah. Yes, yeah, okay, very I know much. What it's, the production value is not there, even for found footage. And, uh... Yeah, it it was uh, it was a little rough, and, and, and you would think, oh, there's aliens at the end. This is 
a movie that's right up my alley. No, man, it sucked a lot. <laughs> yeah, I remember this one too. I was like, this this movie was made legit with a eighties camcorder. Yeah. This is like a movie that we could have made. Yes. <laughs> and probably would have made. <laughs> Just get everybody together and have everybody freak out inside the house and then run outside and freak out and then run back inside. And Hey, who knows how to use a computer? You can do the <laughs> alien graphics. <laughs> um, and uh, I, yeah, well, let's see what else. I watched something else. I'll think about it in a minute, but I'll let you jump on cool of the week for now. Uh, I don't have much. Uh, another busy week, but I did catch the first two episodes of uh, Willow. Brought Willow back as a oh, Disney yeah. Plus series. What is uh, that? On? Uh, Disney Plus. Okay, how is it? Um, I I really enjoyed it. Of course, I had to watch the movie, rewatch the movie before. Yeah. Because as a kid, I I loved the Willow movie. Val Kilmer, man. Yeah, Mad yeah. Martigan. Uh, of course, when I posted, I was watching it. Lance commented with Jesus. So, I think he's um, fucking fantastic. Are yeah. You serious? <laughs> <laughs> um, the the first episode, um, it took a while to kind of get to because you you want to see Willow, so. Mm-hmm. It kind of took a while to get there because you had to introduce, you know, a whole bunch of new characters. You know, this is years after the movie and the the baby, Alora Dannon's like grown, but they they had to like conceal her identity even to herself. Like that makes sense because I guess after the events of the first one, Willow had a premonition that that that's not what she was meant for. She was meant for to stop a bigger evil. Mm. So that's why they had to conceal her identity, even from herself. So nobody would find her. And, um, it just, it's very nostalgic for me, especially when that theme music kicked on and then Willow showed up and, you know, no Val Kilmer, but they, they do reference Matt Martigan a lot. So I, I think they said the door is open for him to be on the, the show, but I think because of his current like medical condition, he wasn't able to be on it. I kind of don't yeah. want to see him because it was super well, they don't sad. They have the, the voice things in the Willow world. Yeah, it, it was super sad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was super sad seeing him in Top Gun when he came yeah. back. And on top, spoiler, they killed him off too. And I was like, oh, that kind of... It's kind of close to home right there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but um, I think um, I was going to start the the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, but my wife said I had to wait. So I'll probably talk about that one next week. Hmm. Uh, I heard a lot of people really enjoyed it. Yeah. They said uh, that along with the Werewolf by Night, the little feature presentation you know not a series but not a whole movie thing they're doing yeah i've heard good things about that really successful so yeah i i just i hate to admit man i i think that marvel stuff has gotten so oversaturated like things keep popping up and i'm like yeah whatever yeah Yeah, i kind of get you um i'm i'm still a big fan of it but i notice uh i still haven't finished she hulk Still haven't finished uh, Moon Knight, 
it just kind of seems like I'll get to it when I get to it. Before yeah. it was like I had to watch week by week, and when the movies came out, I had to watch them opening day. And I can't imagine either one of those things is a necessity. Uh, I I did like as I only I'm a, I think I'm two episodes finishing She Hulk. I I did like what they did with the show. They kind of made it like a court comedy drama. It was kind of different, but Moon Knight, I was just like very i was very disappointed i was like didn't like where the character was going and i was just kind of like how does he fit into the overall yeah at all i thought the pilot was cool that yeah. first one yeah and they get it, you with the pilot and then it just it, it, it got super boring to the point where i was just like i'll finish it when i finish it i think that's probably my least favorite of the marvel disney plus series well, and then it gets so off into weird world that it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did I watch anything else? Oh, I figured out the other one that I watched. Okay, go ahead. It was uh, Ford versus Ferrari. My uh, my brother-in-law came over and turned it on. Oh. Uh, and uh, it's the first time I had seen it. Yeah, I have not seen it either. In my head... I knew that Christian Bale was in it and Matt Damon, right? Mm-hmm. And in my head, it was like um, Sasha Baron Cohen from <laughs> Talladega Nights. I thought he was going to be like the Ferrari driver. <laughs> you are going to lose, Mr. Ford. <laughs> you know, that kind of guy. Yeah. And uh, that's not who he was at all. He was the driver for Ford. And Matt Damon played um, Shelby, the guy that. Yeah. And the Shelby Mustang. Did not know that. Uh, dude, great fucking movie. Like, I was super impressed. It was like, all right, here's back when we were fighting for like American excellence. And uh, and and they were pushing the limit and busting their ass. And I loved it. Fighting people the whole way. And so. <laughs> uh, good movie, man. I was I was very impressed by it. Nice. I, got, I, I still got to check that out. I, I think I was just waiting for someone to talk about it, and I, I don't think anybody was really talking about it. Yeah, I know. Like, I didn't really know anything about it, but, uh, I, yeah, super, super impressed. Uh, I think the only other thing I did start Wednesday, the Adam's Oh, family. my wife was watching that, yeah. Um, It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I haven't really been big on anything Tim Burton has done lately, but oh, I think the Tim uh, Burton one? yeah, okay. But I think Jenna Ortega as Wednesday. I think she knocks it out the park. Yeah, I, she kind of nails that role. Yeah, I think she might be one of my favorite new actresses because I, I pretty much liked her in everything. You know, I X. hated her in X. But not because of her performance. Her character? Yes. <laughs> yeah. That was uh <laughs> That was that was a turn for that character. No shit. <laughs> it's like damn, what a whore. <laughs> she she even she even had the, the nickname of Mouse because she yeah. was so quiet and How uh, old is she? She I believe I wanna say is early to mid twenties. Okay. So I feel like it, she's been around for a minute for being so young still. 
Yeah, it it's weird seeing her do that scene in X. Yes. And then her play Wednesday. Yes, because like she's a high school character in Wednesday, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she pulls off the high school character, but like even, she was just in a literal porno movie. Yeah, even in uh, Scream, the last Scream movie, she's playing a high school kid. So. Oh yeah. Okay. So it's it's a little weird. I I did I I did feel weird after X. I did have to look it up, and she is over twenty one. So <laughs> at least of age, so you don't have to feel quite so gross. <laughs> yeah, because every, everything I've seen her in, I think I think she's played. She had a bit part in that um, Foo Fighters horror movie, uh, Studio Six Six Six. Oh, I still haven't watched that one. Yeah, uh, check that one out. It's pretty yeah. good. Jennifer Ortega, uh, man, yeah. killing it. Uh, I think I'll stick with it. I don't know if I'm going to... I think I'll watch it a couple episodes here and there, but I don't I don't think it's something I need to binge right away. But I heard it's pretty good. Uh, people are liking it. I guess it beat uh, Broke Records for Netflix, beat Stranger Things 4 as far as... Oh, views. wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like, I, I wish that I had more interest in it. I kind of don't. I've seen, um, like, pieces of episodes here and there while my wife is watching it, but it's it's not something that really jumped out at me. Yeah. It, it, it's like, in the, I, I think the thing I'm kind of a little lost on, not lost, but just, it's mostly, of course, by the name. It's focused on her. Yeah. I kind of would have wanted a Adam's Family series. Is the rest of the Adams family in it at all? Yeah, they are. Oh, okay. I think um, what's her name's Morticia, Catherine Zeta Jones, and uh, I like that. Yeah, I, I can't remember the actor that plays Gomez. Um, if, if you see him, you'll be like, "Oh, I've seen this guy in hundreds." Isn't of it things. that dude in waiting that shows his balls? Yes. Yes. <laughs> the brain. Yeah, the brain. <laughs> I remember his name. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. that guy. That makes well, sense. Is it, is, that isn't awesome. it like I'm probably gonna say his name. Isn't it like Juan Guzman? That sounds right. Yeah. Luis Guzman. Luis, there you go. There it is. <laughs> we figured it out. But uh, yeah, the only other thing uh, uh, that I checked out uh, also um, trying to catch up on some MMA. We checked out the last UFC. Uh, Izzy, middleweight champ, Adesanya mm-hmm. lost his lost his title shockingly, shockingly but not shockingly. Uh, he fought a guy that he lost to like twice in kickboxing. Who's but, that now? Uh, probably gonna butcher his name. I'm not even gonna go. I can't. I can't remember the guy's name. <laughs> I just remember because Izzy's kind of ran through the division, just destroying everybody. Yeah. So they kind of set him up with a title match with the guy. I think he's only had four fights in the UFC. He's undefeated. But really? the whole storyline was um, he's knocked out Izzy in kickboxing. He's beat him twice, and he's knocked him out one time before. And okay. Izzy was kind of um, winning for, uh, I, th- I think it got, he got finished in the fifth round. He was winning the whole fight. Mm-hmm. And he was like... Threw in some wrestling there, showing everybody he can wrestle, and just got caught. 
and they had to stop the fight, which a lot of people were upset, saying, because he's the champ, you should have let him, you know, I guess, get knocked out fully. But he was out on his feet, so. Oh, and they stopped it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it, my opinion, I mean, yeah, you could have let it go, but the way it looked, like, one or two more punches, and he would have been out cold. The rubber legs? Yeah, he was he was not defending. The, the head was down, and ah, yeah. At least have to wait for him to get pushed over. Yeah, but it it'll just set up a rematch. Yeah. So, but I hadn't, I, hadn't been keeping up with that. I need to watch it again. Yeah, I've been kind of kind of lacking on MMA, and but usually I keep up with that. You know, I watched the, the independent stuff, too, and, uh, yeah, I think that's it. Uh, me and Nez actually got a Wrestling Returns episode out, so that's out there. Look out. Check out the yeah. Wrestling Returns. It's been a couple months. We promise there's uh, Action Returns and Stream Fiends is coming, too. Right. Just everybody's just been busy, but, yeah, that's uh, pretty much all I got for Cool of the Week. All right. On to horror headlines. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead have inked a 10-picture deal with V Channel, which I don't know what that is, and XYZ Films. They will produce 10, 10 <laughs> low-budget genre movies. Which uh, extra dirty. <laughs> yeah. Which them saying they'll produce some um, they do a lot of like sci fi horror ish movies. And um they direct them, so it's it's kinda like the James Wan thing. I'm not too excited by hearing that they'll produce ten movies. I would like okay. to hear they signed a ten picture deal to direct ten movies. Which, uh, speaking of them, they I believe they did the pilot episode of Moon Knight. Oh. So. And then they just, what, let them go? Um, I think they're supposed to be doing something else for Marvel. I think they did more than the pilot episode, but I think they're writing something else for, for Marvel. Okay. Well, I there were parts of Moon Knight that were good, and, and it just towards the end it got weird. Yeah. Uh, I forgot which guest we had on recently that talked about um, the Midnight Club, Mike Flanagan's uh, series on Netflix. Oh yeah, uh, season two is not happening because Mike Flanagan and his partner Trevor, Trevor Macy have signed a multi-year series deal with Amazon, so he's leaving Netflix to go to Amazon. Which Mike Flanagan's had the, the House on Haunted Hill. Uh, yeah. Midnight Mass. I thought that the Midnight Club was just an extension of that. Is that not right? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, I'm, yeah, I it didn't really not, have the same feel. Yeah, I have not started it, and I, I can't think of which guest we had. He he spoke really highly of it. It's not bad. I watched uh, a few episodes, but I haven't finished it. It wasn't yeah. one that really caught me. So I mean I, I know a lot of people liked it and yeah probably you're bummed that it's not getting a second season especially Mike Flanagan's done so much with Netflix but but it's and, more like teenage drama stuff yeah yeah 
I was interested because I heard it broke a Guinness record for most jump scares in one episode or something. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Seems like a thing that it would do. But yeah, Amazon has that money to throw, so. Uh, let's see. Uh, Drew Goddard, uh, the director of The Cabin in the Woods, uh, sells his pilot episode of an animated Monster Hunter series titled The Trenches to FX. Mm. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know what else to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just surprised that stuff is still coming to FX because it just kind of seems like FX stuff is like Hulu stuff to me. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Um, I know a show that we got a lot of uh, feedback on before Los Espookies, uh, HBO Hispanic uh, Ghost series. I guess that's on HBO. Yeah, but it's like in Spanish with subtitles, right? Yeah. Yeah, I know we got a lot of feedback of a lot of people liking it. Uh, sorry, HBO cancels it after two seasons. Oh, shit. Uh, let's see. I tried to watch an episode. I didn't get that far in it. Looked all right, though. Lionsgate has asked Kevin Smith to make a sequel to his 2011 horror thriller, Red State. Which one is Red State? Uh, I don't really remember it. I feel like I've seen it, but I couldn't tell you what it was. I think everybody's seen it. Yeah. I do remember it was the one of the better of his recent... Kind of, I guess, forays into horror. It's better than Yoga Hosers, I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, Constantine 2 director Francis Lawrence, uh, he's aiming for a hard R rating for the second Constantine movie. Okay. Uh, in early January, we'll be reviewing Megan. Um, it's already getting a sequel. Megan? Yeah, the the TikTok dancing killer doll. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's right. It's, it, it comes out in January. It's it's gonna make a shitload of money. Yeah. That's so. That's a movie the kids will watch. Uh, another James Wan produced movie of course and I think that's it man between him and Guillermo del Toro they'll produce anything yeah it's kind of a shame I know <laughs> yeah I think that's it I'm just seeing a, like random casting news for movies that aren't really that much to talk about so that's it for news all right let's take a little trip down to the trailer park we're gonna bring you the big the small and sometimes the very very weird uh maybe all of the above <laughs> oh question? wait uh texas frightmare update as far oh, as yeah. uh alex winter 
from the Lost Boys and Bill from Bill and Ted. Yeah. So. Really? But he looks fucking weird now. <laughs> yeah. He, he, I know he, he directs a lot of like them kind of like conspiracy type. I know he had a documentary on like the dark web and he does. Alex like, Winter did? Yeah. He does like that kind of those kind of documentaries. I had to bone up on him. He said the magic word. Let's see. What are the trailers? I'm all over the place today. Cocaine Bear. Cocaine Bear, yes. Based on true events. Seriously. (laughs) All right, synopsis. An oddball group of cops, criminals, tourists, and teens converge in a Georgia forest where a 500-pound black bear goes on a murderous rampage after unintentionally ingesting cocaine. (laughs) Sold. (laughs) This stars Ray Liotta, rest in peace, Uh, Carrie Russell, Alvin. Is Ray Liotta dead? He uh, died uh, earlier this year. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Uh, Alden and Enrique, Margot Mar- Martindale, and O'Shea Jackson Jr., which he looked like he put on a lot of weight for this role. Isaiah Whitlock Jr., I know the <laughs> He, uh, he's got to say his line. He says in every movie. He's the guy that always says she. <laughs> uh, this is directed by Elizabeth Banks. A lot of people know her from uh, Pitch Perfect and movies like that. Yeah. And the last. Uh, what the hell was it, was it that she moved, uh, that she directed? Oh, uh, Charlie's Angels. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that movie. Yeah, I was like, man, who keeps letting her make movies? <laughs> well, I mean, this is the type of movie I I would assume that she she would be interested in making at first instead of Charlie's Angels would be just this wild story, Cocaine Bear. I mean, I'm I was sold when I heard this, the premise of the story. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'll I'll watch it. This is definitely a shot to give her another chance. And, uh, I mean, hopefully she pulls it off, but we'll see. (laughs) Yeah, I I got this uh, trailer. Um, I've seen the trailer before, but I I got it when I seen um, The Violent Night in the theater. And it's just crazy that I'm in the movie theater watching a trailer for a movie called Cocaine Bear. (laughs) I mean... It really can't go wrong, right? <laughs> it has to be good. I mean, it <laughs> it looks violent. It looks comedic. I, I like the cast that's in it. Um, the fact that it's based off of true events is just yeah. wild. Because I think the story, of course, you know, the, like we talked about uh, earlier about stuff being em- embellished. You know, of course, this is embellished. but Well, I'm sure. I think that the the premise of the original story was a bear actually ingested like keys of cocaine and there was a hunt for him basically to catch him and kill him and open him up and get the keys back. And the fact that they've turned this into a movie is just wild. And 
I, I, I'm, I'm, I think I'm thinking we're going to put this on the schedule because I, I think we have to. <laughs> the fact I'm that definitely the, watching it, <laughs> the bear in one scene in the trailer snorts a line off of a severed leg. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like I'm there. <laughs> There's a lady in a tree. She's like, bears can't climb trees. And then the other guy's like, yeah, they can. <laughs> Yeah, and then the bear and climbs then it the runs tree. up the tree at like a hundred miles an hour because it's all high on coke and eats yeah, because he he sees the guy kind of dusting the cocaine off of him, and the bear's looking at him like, oh, that's where I need to be. <laughs> it got a taste. Uh, where is the release date for this? I should have been better prepared. February twenty fourth. All right. I'm almost I'm positive uh, the schedule will be open in February because that is the dump month. Yeah. Which I'm predicting that's going to change soon. Uh, maybe with this movie because, like, I'm super stoked about this one. So what is um, uh, the mean one is our second and final trailer. Let me pull up the synopsis. This kind of came out of nowhere. Yes, this is a uh, starring friend of the show, uh, David Howard Thornton, Art the Clown. There you go. He is the mean one. Of course, you know, they can't say the Grinch. Yeah. Okay, the mean not, one. Not quite open to the public yet? No. Uh, in a sleepy mountain town, Cindy has her parents murdered, has her parents murdered and her Christmas... Stolen by a bloody, thirsty green figure in a red Santa suit, the mean one. But when the ravenous Christmas-hating creature begins to terrorize the town and threaten to ruin the holiday, she finds a new purpose, trapping and killing the monster. So I'm assuming Cindy's supposed to be Cindy Who from Who Will. I'm not mad at it. I, I'm, this looks like something I, I want to put on the schedule because I know Lance will hate the shit out of it. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it looks right up my alley. It looks it it looks like they know what what they what it is, what they're doing. They they, they it's it's intentionally they know it's not a great movie that they're making. Yeah. It's a wild premise to make a horror movie out of out of the Grinch. Looks like Sandy Who don't fuck around. No, and it looks like she's throwing like an ornament grenade or something. (laughs) I'm like, this is right up my alley. And we got to support friend of the show, uh, David Howard Thornton. Absolutely. Yeah. No, and it does the thing that would end most horror movies in 10 minutes. She's armed. (laughs) Yeah, it looks like there's there's a montage of her working out, getting ready. Yeah, montage. That's what I'm talking about. And she is straight up 80s style. (laughs) She is played by Crystal Martin. So uh, Crystal Martin going up against David Howard Thornton. Now, I know it's getting a limited theater run. I believe on the 15th of this month. Okay. But I think um, I'm hoping it'll be released uh, VOD before Christmas because it'll be a shame if it got released sometime like in January or something. 
Yeah, this seems like it would be something that would kill on next on Netflix. Yeah. So I'm here for it. Cocaine Bear and the Mean One. All right. <laughs> Some pretty good, pretty good trailers. <laughs> I was gonna throw in the new Guardians trailer and uh, the new Indiana Jones trailer, but I think uh, me and Nez will talk about it on action because those are kind of more fitting for that one but we had to talk about cocaine bear so well hopefully those will be awesome too we'll we'll wait and see it's gonna be yeah, tough, to, my gonna be wife tough is, on the indiana jones front yeah my wife's a little down on the guardians one really yeah because she's kind of she's kind of basically I, I you haven't seen the trailer i won't spoil it but she's basically they they made me cry in black panther now they're gonna make me cry in guardians that's ah. what she out of it she's just kind of over crying in the movie theater so well less guardians now yeah i I told her you're really gonna cry from what i heard about the guardians because it might be more than one guardian dying so well damn it take chris pratt out too uh i heard uh batista is kind of saying he's getting too old to play the character Kind of him having to stay in that shape and putting the the makeup on because his makeup is full body. So yeah, he's just say he's just kind of getting up there in age and kind of kind of wants to do different things with his acting career. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's one the one or one of uh, more one of two characters that gets killed. Oh man, I like his too. But right. you know, he's already done what he, his character's already done what it needed to do. He avenged his family's death and saved the galaxy. So yeah, and honestly, at this point with Marvel, it's like I'm. I mean, they can keep bringing out sequels, but I don't. I don't know that everybody's there for it. Yeah, and this is James Gunn's last. MCU movie because he's the head of DC now. So, oh yeah, that's right. All right. Well, maybe we'll have a a cool DC universe coming up. Yeah, and uh, I'm a little iffy about Indy. It is great to see him back, but he really does look like he's 80 years old in some of the scenes. So, yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> does have Hannibal Mads Mikkelsen as the villain. So I do like that. Good villain. But we'll talk about that on action. So. All right. Well, on to listener feedback. Uh, this week, the podcast spotlight shines on cinema degeneration. Uh, here at Cinema De- at the Cinema Degeneration Network, we bring you a variety of shows dedicated to specific genres and topics, including horror, grindhouse, foreign and independent films, including others. Uh, that are near and dear to us. Every show will have a special co-host and we'll discuss and reminisce about a movie or two. Sounds like a good plan. Thanks. Uh, CJ Ducote posted, uh, thought this group would like this and posted a trailer for Hazard Jack. Did you watch that one? I have no idea what that is. I don't either. (laughs) But I'll totally check it out. Hazard Jack, man, that sounds good. <laughs> kind of like Simple Jack. 
Uh, Nick uh, Opolowski. Uh, I'm sorry, dude. Opolowski, something along those lines. Hey, I'm Nick, and uh, can you review a classic movie for me, please? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Which one? Yeah, classic horror, man. We're on it. We, we've, we've probably already done it, but uh. Yeah, I, I don't know if this is uh, the person Lance was asking me because. You know, Lance's memory is kind of shoddy. Yeah. Because Lance asked me if we did the Scream movies, and I said we've done all the Scream movies. <laughs> yeah. But that might have been one that got taken down that we have to re-upload, so. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So check the website. We've, we've probably got quite a few uh, classic movies there, and yeah. uh, I'm sure we'll be reviewing quite a few in the future. Yeah. That's sort of that's that's sort of the 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 set point, right? Is a, a classic movie and a new movie, and we'll sort of yeah, very contrast. Yeah, Nick, if you're new to the show, we we review the newest movie coming out, and we pair something similar in storyline tone, you know, whatever the case is. So I think this is episode three forty one. We've done hundreds of classic. Or I don't I can't say they're all classic, but yeah, no, they definitely are all classics. But yeah, if it, if it, if we've done it and it's not on there, don't worry. Re up more re uploads are coming for sure. But thanks, Nick. Sorry I couldn't pronounce your last name, buddy. Uh, regarding the Rick and Michonne series, uh, which Lance hopes will be <laughs> only one season. Uh, Stephen Loblad says, you know it's going to be more than that. <laughs> I don't uh, know why Lance claims he's not watching any of these Walking Dead series. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> we give him shit for it every time. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. Some Somebody's watching them. Uh, I guess uh, that Walking Dead finale was like their biggest ratings in like a long time. So somebody's still watching it. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. It's officially over. There it is. Uh, Bede versus the Living Dead says, uh, thanks for the share, guys, and we'll be on your show soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, regarding the Horror Countdown podcast, Don and Ali says, uh, so the time has come to start looking for guests for season two of the Horror Countdown podcast. It's about Getting people on board to talk about a top 10 list within the genre, whether it be a theme, genre, decade, franchise, director, or anything in between. If you or someone you know would be interested in doing this, I'd be happy to get something going with you all. Well, I'm sure we'll jump in on that at some point. Yeah. Or a countdown podcast. Don and Ellie's a good guy, man. Yeah, and... Uh... You want to get a hold of Don uh, to get on the show or recommend somebody on the show? Don's on he's on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just uh, type in Don and Ellie. Yeah. And uh, that's it. Bottom line, folks, we need some more feedback. If you'll email us the feedback uh, to read on the show and include your mailing address, we'll get you a horror returns koozie. Just email to the horror returns at gmail.com. Or jump in on the Facebook group. That's where most people leave their stuff. The horror returns. <laughs> um, 
And our show intro comes uh, from Steve Carlton from the Geeks, as well of our as well as all our new logos. And uh, be on the lookout for some more great stuff from Steve. Our original skull artwork comes from Natsulani. So check her out on Instagram. Uh, and if you'd like to help the show, please consider becoming a Patreon patron. We'll let you pick the movies for a future show at any amount. And for $5 or more a month, also pick a commentary for a future bonus show. And we now have koozies available. Or what did they call them? Uh, <laughs> There's something um, else that they're called in Australia that sounds awesome. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> oh, I can't remember what they're called. But uh, all patrons, all patrons, uh, or all patrons will get one for free. Um, and as usual, be patient. Sometimes it takes us a while to get stuff mailed out. If you don't know what a koozie is, it's the thing that the you know beer can. <laughs> oh, what are they called? I don't know. I can't remember. A stubby holder? Is that what there it was? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Which sounds way better. That <laughs> That's what we should have called them. Official name of koozies now. Get you a stubby holder. Uh, and on to our featured attractions. This week we hear the jingle bells ring as we cover some French movie uh, uh, with three titles. And uh, the new Violent Night. Was it at one point called Silent Night, Violent Night? No, I think Lance just kind of added the... Okay. I think it's just called Violent Night. Yeah. But the French movie has a bunch of different titles. That's how you know it's bad, but (laughs) good. Uh, So the French movie that we're going to cover was from 1989 first. Um, I think it's on Deadly Night uh, on Amazon. Um, but it's called Dial, Dial Code Santa Claus, which is, I guess, the more direct translation from French. Mm-hmm. And it, it is in French with subtitles. It, uh, it, it also goes by Game Over and Hide and Freak. Oh, so it's got like four titles. OK. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the synopsis is uh, on Christmas Eve, a resourceful young boy with a terrible mullet. Uh, has to defend himself and his grandfather from a killer dressed as Santa Claus. Uh, director and writer is uh, Rene Mansour, also known for The Adventures of Young Indiana Jones and A Witch's Way of Love. I don't know what that second one is, but I did used to watch the, the first one, the Indiana Jones series. Yeah, I was going to say that was a series, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, a poster for the film Zorro is visible in Tomas's room. Uh, the film is also dedicated to Alain Delon, who played Zorro. Hmm. Right. Dial code Santa Claus. Deadly night. Brian Game Michelle. over. Hide and freak. <laughs> um, this is a movie I've been meaning for us to do. We were supposed to do it last year, but we had some schedule changes. Um it's like one of those kind of notorious so bad it's good type movies that I always hear about. Yeah. So it's like we have we have to do it at one point. And I have to say I'm a little let down. Uh oh. I thought the kid was whiny as fuck with his uh party in the back, business in the front mullet. <laughs> <laughs> that I didn't know what was going on because one minute it, it was kind of like regular and then the next minute it was like spiked up with gel and yeah and it was like a straight up like 
from here back is long and from here forward is short. Yeah. <laughs> it's a distinct line. <laughs> the, the, the kid wakes up and gets in full Rambo gear. Which was kind of awesome. Yeah, I, I, I dig the montage. He even has a working out montage before he like suits up and puts the the cam the camo makeup on and everything and yeah, which is a little creepy for a little kid, but yeah, I, it's, I, it's I French, so they do that kind of shit. Yeah, I I dig all that. I I, <laughs> I see where they're trying to go, but for him to dress like that, he is a kind of a little whiny bitch throughout the movie. <laughs> and he he's supposedly super smart he's he knows how to fix things he knows how to work on engines of cars and computers or what was a computer back then because <laughs> that crazy that, that computer was crazy it, yeah which was very basic for the 80s um but i thought it was gonna get like with the guy playing santa claus or the guy that dresses up like Santa Claus and breaks into his house. I thought the guy was going to be a little bit more creepier than they let on to be. Because he has that scene where he's um, dressed up like he's working as a Santa Claus, has kids sitting on his lap, and he's like caressing that little girl's face. And I was like, this is fucking weird. Yeah. And then she tells him, I don't like your face. And then he smacks the shit out of her. Yeah. So I'm just kind of like, okay, this guy's about to get super fucking crazy. And I, I just felt he was kind of fucking tame when he got to the house and he broke in. Uh, when he killed the, the staff of the house, you didn't really... I don't even think you even saw what happened to him. It was like an off-screen death, and I was a little disappointed with that. Well, uh, this was more of like a kid movie sort of thing, though, I think. Yeah, but it, it just they just kind of played off like it was going to be a little bit more than what it was. Yeah. And I thought it was just going to be a straight, violent, Home Alone movie with the sadistic, maybe pedophile guy dressed up like Santa Claus is trying to kill him. Definitely gave you that impression. But it just kind of fell flat for me. I think it was mostly the kid was just kind of irritating me. He was just constantly crying, not knowing what to do, which I, I, okay. If you're not knowing what to do, I get it. You're a kid, but don't have all these gadgets and stuff set up. Like you're about to use them and then they don't work. And then you start crying. Yeah. But well, yeah. Just, like he had the plastic knife on his ankle. Yeah. <laughs> the whole goddamn time. Like, what are you going to do with that? <laughs> I just, I don't know. I was expecting way more because, I, I, like I said, I constantly hear about this movie. And I was like, we got to do it. So it, it's only an hour and a half runtime. And I just kind of found myself getting bored. Oh, for sure. Because I'm just like, okay. And then there's scenes where it's like he's he's having another montage setting up traps and setting this up. And I'm like, okay, here we go. And then it's just like some basic shit that uh, honestly Home Alone did way better yeah so Home Alone was more violent than this movie Home Alone was uh, 90s though huh yeah yeah so this was before Home Alone to be fair yeah and that that 
tells you something that Home Alone was way more because I think Home Alone is way more of a family movie than this movie. But yes, Home Alone was way violent than yes. this movie and funnier. And I yeah, don't know. The most violent part was when he killed the fucking dog. Which yeah. I like at that point, I had no remorse for the guy at all. Like he needs to die. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I didn't feel bad for him when he smacked the kid that told him his face was weird and she yeah. hated his face. So I was like, <laughs> okay, I get it. I mean, you are going to lose your job, but, you know, the kid was a little out of line. But then when you violently killed the dog with, like, a dessert knife or whatever it was, I was like, okay, you need to pay for this. And it just, yeah. it was just fucking weird. And then there was like no motivation. Uh, you got no motivation for why he was even there. Yeah. He was just weird. Yeah. I mean, he got fired and he decided to go kill his boss's son. Why? Like, I felt like his whole thing was maybe he just wanted to be accepted. But it's like, I, I feel like you're trying to make us feel bad for a guy who just murdered a dog. Which I'm Yeah, but then there's bad. there's scenes where they kind of just made it seem like there's something wrong with him. Like in the beginning where he joins the the kids playing, uh, throwing snowballs at each other right. and they all see yeah. him and then they take off running. Yeah. I'm like, is he like a known weird guy in the neighborhood? <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, that's a uh, pedo Peter. Just... <laughs> If he has like children Stay running away from him, like that. yeah. If he has children running from him like that, how did he, how did he get a job as a Santa Claus? Did, <laughs> nobody did a background check on this guy, or this guy probably should have been locked up a long time ago. <laughs> I yeah. imagine he did a whole lot of bad shit and uh, got let out. <laughs> but yeah, I was uh, disappointed in this one. Yeah, uh, I think. You know, maybe had I seen it in 1989 and, you know, spoke French, uh, that that probably would have been a big uh, difference for me. Because then I feel like the nostalgia of this movie, because it is definitely a 1989 movie. Like there's uh, just from the haircut initially, you can tell. And uh, I I, I think the the French thing kind of throws me off and it's sort of dated. Um, But. I, it it was okay. Like I feel like I would have really liked it back then, mm-hmm. but uh, this is definitely the only time I'm gonna watch it now. Like this one's not making it into my Christmas <laughs> rotation. <laughs> so, j- just all right for me at best. Yeah, and then there there was some weird scenes in the movie, like when he when they're hiding from the the Santa Claus and he takes his grandpa which he has a grandpa that's uh, diabetic and blind. basically blind yeah he takes him and he hides him in this secret underground lair where How big is this fucking place yeah where his father has hidden his toys and his father's father has hidden his toys for generations. And I'm like, okay, is this leading to something? Nope. And then, like <laughs> you said, how big is this place? You get that weird scene where he runs into that maze. Yeah, it's like an art gallery that's a maze. And he can't like, find his way out. I'm like, you live here. 
And then when he finally gets out of there, he runs up the stairs into this creepy ass attic with the desk and a phone. Which I guess is his mom's office. I I guess. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. It, it looks like no one's been there for years, but the phone is brand new. Mm. I, I just, it was just so many weird moments in this movie. I, I just didn't know what was happening. Well, and then like sometimes they'll show the outside of the house and it doesn't look like anything special. Yeah. And then like he he gets stuck in the roof at one point and it looks like this giant fucking medieval castle with all these different buildings and levels and shit. Yeah. And I'm like what is happening? <laughs> None of this shit makes sense. Yeah, like I said, uh, disappointed. So you want to get into scores? Uh, yeah. What do you give it? I'll be fair. It wasn't completely bad. Um, it it does end up being more of a kids, family friendly movie. I I guess you know, with the exception of the murdering of the dog and a couple of other scenes, it, it was. Yeah, there's like a scene where he's walking with a dead dog and the tongue is hanging out. And I'm like, well, that was kind of excessive for a kid's movie. Yeah, and he had time to bury the dog while he's being chased by the Santa Claus. It was kind of weird. (laughs) This movie was weird. The kid's mullet was bad. I did like the montages of him setting up the traps and earlier him getting dressed in his... uh, fatigues and his his military gear so uh, yeah i'll give it a six and a half okay i i think that's being super generous uh i'm gonna uh i'm gonna go five and a half i think it was uh it's worth the watch you know i'm glad that i watched it but i don't have any real desire to watch it ever again it is at least worth the watch for that one time <laughs> and i'm going to say lance will probably give this movie a three yeah and say brian what the fuck did you have us watch yeah probably that would be right online with that uh, although i'm curious to see what he thinks about the next one yeah <laughs> so we'll move on to uh, violent night uh our brand new movie Uh, When a group of mercenaries attack the estate of a wealthy family, Santa Claus must step in to save the day and Christmas. Uh, Director is Tommy uh, Wirkola, uh, also known for last year's The Trip and Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. Entertaining movies. Yeah. Um, Writers are Pat Casey and Josh Miller. Uh, had its world premiere showing at New York Comic Con on, on October 7th, 2022. Um, the saint that Santa Claus was based on, uh, St. Nicholas, was famous for a fight at the Council of Nicaea. No idea what that means. I don't either, but okay. <laughs> Violent Night. What'd you think about it? Oh, man, I had a lot of fun with this one. Yeah. I, uh, it was this is this is my kind of Christmas movie, not the yes. the thirty Christmas movies Lance watches on Hallmark with with with, with his wife. I, I can't Family Stone. Fuck that movie. I hate. I, it. I can't get into that stuff. But <laughs> David Harbor as Santa Claus is perfect. 
Yes. He was born to play this character. I've never I liked Santa Claus more. <laughs> I like the portrayal of Santa Claus because I can honestly see him kind of being disgruntled and just like kind of down on Christmas and kids, you know, and you know, kids only, you know, uh, not really spoilers or anything, but when he's getting like Christmas lists for kids, it's just like cash, 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 video games, you know, gift cards, you know, yeah. this is just kids. That's what kids want, you know, and uh, they, the, the violence was amazing in this almost yeah. to the point of it being comedic, which just added a nice touch to the movie. Um, I, for some reason, I don't know why this is the second movie that's come out this year that I didn't know John Leguizamo was in. For some reason, I, I just might have just spaced it because I like, I think it was the menu. I was like, I didn't know yeah. John Leguizamo was in the menu. And I've seen this trailer for this movie and he's in the trailer, but somehow I just forgot. And I, I kind of liked him as the bad guy. He was just kind of hamming it up. And then yeah, he, he had it off. Even even his little um, henchmen were just kind of hamming it up at times, and there was a lot. There was some Home Alone stuff in here that was way better than Dial Code, Santa Claus, Game oh, Over, sure, Deadly Games. Yeah, um, yeah I thought there, the little there was some Home Alone stuff in here that might have been better than Home Alone. Yeah, the little girl was was. Uh, I'm sometimes I'm down on child actors, but she was pretty good in it. You know, she she yeah, played. I didn't the, have an issue with her. She played the cute. You know, I still believe in Santa Claus. Santa Claus, you got to help us roll real well. Yeah, and uh, it's it's the cute little girls that sometimes they ham the shit out of that. Lulu, I'm looking at you, and. <laughs> oh, Lulu. And this uh, this girl didn't do it. I thought she did okay. Yeah. Um. Beverly D'Angelo from the the vacation movies as the, yeah. the main yeah she is amazing as this businesswoman head of the family bitch that does not care about anything yeah um although you're kind of waiting for the whole family to die really yeah um everybody else was fine um I thought the kid the one kid was hilarious. Uh, yeah. the, the 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 other grand the other grandkid the the, the one that was constantly kid. yeah he was constantly live streaming and yeah <laughs> he even had I, I took my family to see this he he had my daughter like rolling her eyes because he was like this guy is like super extra and, and I was, <laughs> which I, I whatever like she didn't know fifty people like that <laughs> yeah that's that's she was telling me she was like he reminded me of my friend he 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 does this kind of stuff all the time and it's like she was like it's really cringy yep <laughs> and i, I kind of got in a little trouble because my wife was like you told me this was a family friendly christmas movie and i was like it is it's just super violent and yeah it's cuss words but it has a good message at the end and it's christmas so oh this well I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll go ahead and say it. This is going to be on my Christmas rotation right now. Yeah, like, definitely. I'm definitely showing my kids this one. My my daughter's real into horror movies. Uh, nobody was nobody watched it with me, but uh, as soon as it comes out streaming, um, everybody's watching it for sure. Yeah, but 
overall, I had a lot of fun with this. I, I think this um, met or if not exceeded my expectations for the movie. I just, I just overall had just a good time. There there was a little lull in the middle. Yeah. Because you needed some explanation on Santa Claus's backstory. And there was some family stuff in there, which was fine. I mean, I, I did kind of get to the point where, you know, come on, let's get back to the murdering. and Yeah. But it, it you needed it to kind of just explain things. And actually, as some of the especially on Santa Claus's background, I thought was super cool. Yeah. And um, it didn't it didn't really bother me and I had a lot of fun with this one. Matter of fact, I, I kind of wish that they had explained it a little more, you know? Yeah. His his background stuff, like how he became Santa from being well. I, I, yeah, they they say who he is, but they never yeah. said how he went from here to here. Yeah, and uh, but I really it's what you see in the trailer is what you get, and they had a couple of opportunities to throw in some twists if they wanted to, and like when I saw him sort of come in, I was like, oh please don't, and they didn't. <laughs> it just stayed true to the story. Um, it was disgruntled Santa who was. Tired and fed up with his job, and uh, I like ended up in this situation and kicked a bunch of ass and got his Christmas spirit back. That's the name of the game. That's what you get. And uh, David Harbour could not have been more perfect for this role. Um, I loved it. I loved every second of it. Uh, yeah, I guess there was kind of a lull there in the middle a little bit. And I, I maybe I wanted uh, Santa to be a little more badass than he uh, ended up being, but mm-hmm. uh, I mean, there's that scene, there's that one scene where he kills a lot of people, and it's yes. fantastic. <laughs> that was when Santa gets his groove back. <laughs> um, yeah, I I say let's go to spoilers on this one. I, a no. good movie, man. Oh, yeah, let's do scores first. Uh, what do you think? I, some people might come at me for this one, but I have to give it a 9 out of 10. Yeah, dude. I, I was fucking entertained. I, I, I only take off that one point because of that kind of, like we said, that lull in the middle. Well, and it's a dumb movie, let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> and they, like I said before, they needed to kind of explain this situation and that situation so there's there's of course it, it, this is not john wick there's not going to be action 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 you know throughout the yeah. whole movie so and it like you said it's a it's a christmas movie it's a silly premise it's santa claus murdering people so yeah i, I nothing david harvard was born to play this character and i like that he gets to do these roles because he's like a like a serious actor, actor, like mm-hmm. before he did Stranger Things and he was like, I think, a theater actor and stuff like that. How that makes sense. So, so for him to get to play Hopper and Stranger Things and even Hellboy, which yeah. is not a great movie. Yeah. Um, he really has fun doing these roles and you could tell he had a blast playing Santa Claus. So, yeah. Was he born for Hellboy? Probably not. But this one for sure. Yeah. Um, and I, if, if he wants to come back and do Violent Night too. I'm, I'm there for it ne- next Christmas. Hell yeah! 
because I mean, how hard can it be to make another one of these? As long as you as as long as you stick to the premise, and just don't try to deviate too much, which is what I was really concerned that they were going to do. Mm-hmm. They didn't, and uh, I was I was happy with it. I'm going to give it a nine out of ten too, man. This was nice. a lot of fun. <laughs> I just had a really really good time with this one. I mean, it's no elf. But uh, <laughs> it, it might be right up there, dude. This is this is going on my Christmas watch list every year. <laughs> All right, it, it's right up there with Home Alone, I think. <laughs> yeah, spoilers. Yeah, uh, let's uh, do it. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. Um, the backstory on Santa Claus being this fucking ruthless, badass Viking warrior. Yeah. A complete, like how he said, would have been number one on the naughty list. Yeah. I wanted more of that. I, I wanted, how did you go from being like, probably as he described the worst person ever to Santa Claus? That's where I was worried in his fight against John Leguizamo, which was a pretty, pretty good fight. And yeah. I love the way that it ended. He, dra- he, he, he did his magic to go up the chimney and was hanging on to John, John Leguizamo. Oh, that was great. And it just tore him to shreds because he couldn't, you know, magically dust up there. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> like showed uh, it and everything. There was just blood, blood spewing everywhere. Uh, um, we brought up Home Alone. Uh, the the little girl had a great Home Alone scene because the they set it up as her shit was just so basic that the people the the henchmen were kind of like okay you got to do a little bit better than that. But as it went on, it was super fucking violent. I know everybody yeah. in my theater was not not screamed, but was just kind of in pain with the guy that, that oh, fell yeah. down the ladder and the, the nail went through his uh, bottom of his uh, chin. Well, yeah, because he was like the bad guy that you hated the least. Yeah. Just <laughs> uh, every my, I think that kind of added to my enjoyment. My crowd, my theater crowd was also into the movie. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like everybody when somebody was getting hit or killed or something everybody's like oh ooh, ah, you know just kind of yeah creative with, kills man yeah love that he uh like you brought up earlier the montage of him murdering everybody with the sledgehammer that was fantastic Which, well that's where i was going with that i think that uh like in his fight with john leguizamo i was like oh no did he kill santa claus and that's how he became santa claus is that what we're gonna see here because I don't want any redemption for this asshole. <laughs> oh, you don't want John Leguizamo Santa Claus? No. <laughs> I wanted that motherfucker to die. <laughs> but I bet you that's an idea that they tossed around. <laughs> and I, I just... Like, I, and I brought up before the, the lulls of explaining this story and that story. But I, I like that they didn't really go into other things like Christmas magic. Because he was just like, it works. And I don't know how. I still yeah. don't know how after all these years. It just works. Yeah. And I like, I was laughing that every time somebody would reach in the sack of, of gifts, they just kept pulling out video games. 
<laughs> that's all that was in there. That sounds about right. <laughs> and I I totally feel him on the holidays, uh, the 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 drinking. Yeah, he's like. Ah, the good stuff. <laughs> yes. And that looked like an expensive bottle, too. Well, yeah, he was in super rich people's houses, <laughs> hanging out in the massage chair. Uh, the, I, I thought the family dynamic was was interesting enough. It was funny because you had everybody kind of going after the, the money, sucking up to the mom. Mm. Um, I think the, the character I thought was probably the funniest was... Uh, the sisters, uh, I don't know if it was her husband or her boyfriend, the, the guy yeah. that was supposed to be like a B-movie action star or something. Yeah, <laughs> he was great. I'm glad he was in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm glad he got killed, too. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he got mowed down, and I was like, oh, all right, I knew it was coming. <laughs> um, I, I probably, the character I probably hated the most was... Uh, the girl's father. I thought he was a kind of a pussy throughout the movie. Sort of weaselly, huh? Yeah. Um, at one point, I kind of leaned over to my wife and I was like, "He's involved." Yeah. But then it was then it was revealed he was involved in his own little scheme, and I was like, "Okay, you're still kind of a weasel." But then it was revealed that he was kind of doing it for his family to get out underneath his, his mother who's controlling everything, which I, I laughed at the mom when she found out she was like, basically, I respect that, you know, good job, son. You know, that, that's yeah. how I got where I got. <laughs> well, that's how that family works. <laughs> but yeah, this there's not really too much to spoil. You know, this, this movie was, um, yeah, Chris, that's Chris, Christmas action. Just it's really it. That's it. It yeah. is what it is, and it was. Uh, they had a lot of fun doing it, and I had a lot of fun watching it. Mm-hmm. A great use of Christmas decorations and murdering people. Um, yeah, there was the some star in the eye. I yeah. thought it was pretty good on its own, and then, and then we he, put it in, and yeah. the guy caught fire. <laughs> that was great. And he's just kind of fanning the smoke, and he's just like, oof, oof. Yeah, he's still fanning. And, the, and then the part from the trailer when he like stuffs the uh, uh, the grenade in the guy's clothes, and he like runs off, and he's like, ah, I gotta watch. And he turns and watches him blow up. <laughs> I didn't hear. I don't know if I missed it, but I didn't hear him say the line in the trailer where he he hits somebody and he says seasons beatings. Yeah, no, I don't think I saw that either. Maybe that was just a trailer line. Yeah, something they tried out. But I he did he did have a, a, a few pretty good one liners in there, I think. And I, I just like Santa. I like this ruthless version of Santa Claus. You know, the the one female henchman, he could have just killed her regularly. But, you know, he went to smash her head in and he had to say naughty. <laughs> Which she deserved it. She tried to murder a child. So. And then I, I think it was after that guy blew up, and he was like, "Oh, oh holy shit, that was cool." <laughs> yeah, uh, if you're not convinced by now, then I I don't know what you want in a Christmas action movie. Um, yeah, if you fat- if, if you don't like the trailer, maybe this movie's not for you. But if you like the trailer, that's what the movie is. <laughs> like the the one that I was gonna pair with this one was uh, Fat Man with uh, Mel Gibson. 
Mm-hmm. But oh, this, yeah. this one is 10 times better than that one. Yeah. If you like action, comedy, Christmas, just all that is just rolled into one fun movie. Well, I, there actually was a whole lot of similarities between these two movies. So I think you paired them right uh, uh, from this obscure ass fucking movie that I've never heard of before. Yeah. And and there was a good Christmas message at the end of the movie. So yeah, even uh, al- although I really thought Grandma was going to die by the end of it. Um, oh, she was primed to die. Yeah, but even even she was a believer by the end. Yeah, stayed alive somehow. So uh, I think uh, I think that's it for spoilers. Uh, go go fucking watch this movie. Hell yeah, nine out of ten. What do you think, Lance? Would have given this one? Oh, it's oh, that's see this this kind of movie's hard. I know, right? He could he he could have either really loved it or really hated it. There's no in the middle. I see. He he could have had a lot of fun with it, <laughs> or it could have offended his Christmas sensibility somehow. So, <laughs> but I'm 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 gonna say Lance had a lot of fun with this and gave it a seven and a half. Pretty good. All right. So Lance like, scores seven and a half. Which is like a nine and a half. It has been written. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I guess that's it for this episode. Um, as always, we want to thank you for listening to another episode of The Horror Returns. Uh, we'd love to hear your feedback and ideas. And uh, you can always reach us at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com or find us at www.thehorrorreturns.com. And follow our social media links from there, as well as hear the latest episode of the show. Um, also, look for us on iTunes and everywhere else, uh, including YouTube now. We've got yes. very rudimentary videos being popped up. So, Hey, everybody start somewhere. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they'll get better production quality at some point. We'll see. <laughs> uh, and if you like what you hear, please rate us and review us and give us a like. Uh, next next week, more Christmas cheer as we discuss 1980s Christmas Evil and the brand new Christmas Bloody Christmas. Which I seen the trailer in the theater and Christmas Bloody Christmas could be neither a lot of fucking fun or a really stupid movie. As long as it's not Black Christmas, I think we're okay. No. <laughs> but, but, but we all know who will be watching that this Christmas. <laughs> Uh, so until the horror returns again, good night.